Hola everyone! Welcome to the Encourage to Try podcast. My name is Mia and I will be the one to lovingly encourage you to try and continue on the journey of trying. This podcast is for those who are trying whether at work, school, relationships, faith, fitness, business, basically figuring out life. So tune in to the podcast as we talk about these topics and encourage one another to try together. Also, if you are interested in the episode show notes, or if you just want to leave feedback, questions, suggested topics, the links are found in the episode description. So please do check it out. Hola everyone! Welcome back to the podcast. So for this episode, we will also be having another guest in the show. So let me introduce you to him. He is an aspiring marketing, branding, content consultant that aims to help build brands that will last a lifetime. And he graduated from De La Salle University, Manila with a double degree in Bachelor of Science in Applied Economics and Bachelor of Science in Marketing Management. He was also a content specialist who created, wrote, and refined content from online and offline initiatives for Future Proof PH. Apart from his marketing career, for more than 15 years, he has been creating unique choreographies, competing in front of large audiences, and coaching different dance teams. In 2018, he represented the Philippines in the Hip Hop International Dance Championship held in Phoenix, Arizona, USA. He was also the leader of Skittles Crew, the original homegrown, independent Lasallian dance crew with over 150-plus performances and championships. He believes in the power of inspiration and collaboration as recipes for success and help move forward with businesses, dance, and life. Please meet Alex Centeno! What's up, Mia? Uh, thank you for inviting me to your podcast. Um, I am happy to share what I have, ko ano man yung mga experiences, mm-hmm. and hopefully may makuha yung mga listeners from yeah. something from me. Great. Yeah, and we look forward to hearing valuable inputs from you and your experiences. So for our topic for this episode, uh, it's entitled, How Your Passion Helped Shape You. So to start off the podcast, I'd like to ask you the first question. So how did you discover your passion? Uh, what I do actually, and some passion ko is dance. So I actually dance a lot uh, throughout college. Um, people would know me as like the fat kid dancing in Yuchenko uh, for the DLSU peeps uh, listening out there. But I started out back in kindergarten. <laughs> so, sobrang bata ho. And we were tasked to dance YMCA. So, baham mapa age reveal <laughs> doon. Pero yung YMCA was uh, a dance now. YMCA. And from there, I started performing. So, nagperform ako in front of my dad. Um, and then, tuloy-tuloy siya na parang grade school, nag-dance club ba ho. Um, I got to watch this film, uh, You Got Served. 
from there I saw na uy may iba-ibang branch pala ng sayaw. Like there's hip hop, there's break dance. Kasi dati nung bata ako, syempre ang alam lang natin is mga NSync, uh, A1, ko ano yung nakikita natin ng music videos noon. But it got legit when I went to high school already. Sa high school naman, um, I entered INDAC or yung dance group namin sa Ateneo. And from there, doon ako namulat na there's this scene wherein hip-hop dancers are, li- are legit competing. So merong, merong competition doon, sketchers. From there, I got to meet a lot of mentors. And sa college naman is I got to be with Skittles crew. So from there, uh, outside naman, outside college, I got into UPEEPS uh, element and I became also a Saints co-coach for a while. So yun, na-discover ko lang siya when I felt this joy of I enjoy what I do. And it's bringing me closer to a lot of people. There's this joy na nakakapaggawa ko ng sayaw, na what I'm doing is making other people enjoy it as well. So yun yung rin, like, when I'm performing and I see other people enjoying it, um, enjoying the craft, yun, dun siya parang mas nagbibring ng energy and, and fire to my passion. Mm-hmm. So you can say that you were able to discover your passion in a way that through exposure, right? Yes. So actually, hindi ko naman masasabi like my whole life I've been dancing. Like it, I've been in and out. So even in grade school, my years na nag-boy scout ako, nag-chess club ako. So it's not all dance. So I can't say that my whole entire year or, or whole life Every year, like, sayaw ako. Even in high school, ayun nga, nag-boy scout rin ako, uh, chess club. Um, kung ano-ano mga ginagawa ko, like, to explore whatever, nag-banda pa nga ako nun eh. And, but, na-feel kong passion ko rin siya is like, hindi siya nawawala. Like, it's always there. It's always chasing me. And you feel the like, joy whenever you do it. Yes. Like, whenever you dance, yeah. So, hindi ko siya actually hinahanap. Mm-hmm. Like, hindi ko siya kind of weird. Like, I didn't pray for me to be a dancer. Like, I just kept just going to life. Parang ganun. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So, I was kind of blessed in this in the way that I figured out, like, oh, hey, this is something like I can be passionate about, which is dance. Yeah. Okay. So, now we go to the next question. So, the next question is, what are your experiences, good and bad, that you learn through your passion in terms of dancing. And so even if it's your passion, it will always bring good and bad experiences. So one of the good experiences is actually back in 2018, I competed for um, the hip hop international at Arizona. So that was one of the best moments because I felt like I was representing the country. Ayun, it was surreal. Iba, iba yung experience when I was there thinking na I'm doing this for the country. Na mm-hmm. I didn't think that dance would lead up to this. Na, sadly, hindi kami nanalo, but it was still a good experience. And syempre, throughout the years of me dancing, marami akong nakikilala mga tao na 
aside from dance, like connections, ren, like other artists, uh, the ways of how they think, you get to meet a lot of people and work with a lot of businesses as well. Mm-hmm. Na, for example, kila nila ng choreographer for a company, and then syempre, you get referred to another. And actually, this pandemic kind of weird na I got referred to be a choreographer for a wedding. So I made a choreography online and taught it. It's, ano, it's and, by a Zoom then. Oh, Zoom lang rin. I recorded and I gave it out. But other good experiences actually is um, throughout the years, na, syempre, it's your passion, it's your craft. You get to learn a lot of things. Mm-hmm. You get to learn a lot of vocabulary, knowledge, and wisdom about it. And you can apply how you think in your passion through other other things. So actually, itong dance na gagamit ko siya when I do marketing. Kasi mm-hmm. the same way when, for example, sa dance, for those who who do dance, meron tawag, merong, merong asing eight count. So like, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yan. So yung eight counts. So how we move around the eight counts Uh, depends on time, speed, groove, and etc. Now, when I'm given the task na parang, okay, pag sa marketing naman, how will I make the copy? Ano yung classing approach dito? If it's the time, if it's the speed, anong classing ganyan? Like, ano yung magiging attack ko for the copy, for the branding? So, it helps na even yung passion ko, It's not all about dance, pero how you can attribute it to other aspects of your life. Yeah. So, for example, ang ibang dancers lang rin is, even if we dance, uh, some some people think of it na parang praise siya. So, like, we're dancing to him. Even at competitions, we pray before competition and we just pray for the best and all. Lastly is, when I was a coach for Saints Co, sobrang saya yung feeling na pinagdaanan mo through the years, pwede mo siyang uh, i-give back. Mm. So like, nag-handle ako mga high, mga, ito, eh, mga high school students. I was there in their shoes. So parang binibigyan ko sila ng motivation. Kasi most of them actually were doubting themselves. Na parang, am I doing this right? Should I be doing this? So, ang sarap ng feeling na parang tinutulungan mo sila to be a better version of themselves. Yeah. So actually, that kind of reminded of me, of you. <laughs> so back in Remix, <laughs> you were that quiet person. And syempre, like, uh, during that time na yung leader ako and I was uh, coaching for us, parang ang iniisip ko, parang akong tatay. <laughs> na I have to uh, take care of you guys. And siguro, always push you to your best or mm-hmm. ano yung pwede nyo makitang potential. Kasi yun yung yun rin eh. Minsan sa ibang tao, like they don't see their potential but other people, yeah, yeah. kita nila na parang, uy, so stop true. doubting yourself. Yeah. Stop, stop doubting yourself. It's like you're showing a mirror to them of mm. them to see this is your potential and you didn't know because you can't see. Right? So this is what I'm doing to help you. I'm showing you your potential and I'm here to help you cultivate that potential, right? Yes. Yeah. So actually, yun rin, like sa ibang mga tao, like in, in any passion or any, kahit sa work nga eh, like you'll always need a mentor mm-hmm. because that person can see your potential and actually yeah. see na 
um, you make you make mistakes. It's part of it. Mm-hmm. But if you have a great mentor, they'll lead you the way that parang sa akin, ang actually goal ko nung nagme-mentor ako or like when people ask me to teach them is I want them to be better than me. Mm-hmm. Yun talaga. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yun yung gusto kong maging goal na parang it's not that people would like to see me dance and like makita nila na I'm the best but I want them to be the best. Yeah. Na parang pag ikaw yung sumayaw, kaya mo akong talunin, man. Like, yun yung goal. Like, sobrang saya ako pag ganun yung mangyari. So, mm. sa lahat ng mga tinuturo, tinuturoan ko ng sayaw, yun yung parang goal ko at least na I want you guys to be better than me. Wow, And that nice. will give, yeah. that actually give me joy talaga. Mm. Kasi, ang sa akin is, being a mentor, pushing you to the limit, is better than pulling you down para yung mm. mentor mo parati yung nasa taas. Yeah, so, yeah. Aside from the good, syempre, well, we have to cover yung mga bad, bad experiences. Yeah. Let's just say in college, it took me longer to finish my degree because I had to underload to balance both dance and my studies. Yeah. It's not that I don't prioritize my studies. It's just that I wanted to do both of them. And even if it took longer for me for my degree, I would say it's worth it. Siyempre, when you're spending a lot of time with dance competitions, trainings for them, of course, you're gonna sacrifice some time away from your friends and family. So mm-hmm. even during college, hindi ko masyado nakasama yung college perkada ho because uh, I have a responsibility to be the leader of Skittles. I have to be there for the team. I have to be there for the dance family. And even though it was hard, I think it was worth it because uh, the the people I bonded with there, uh, I think friends or like family for a lifetime. Like, sobrang rami natin, no? Na we can just message each other uh, randomly and like yeah. be okay to catch up. As a mentor, going back nga as a mentor, it's like you have to push people to their best. So actually, meron akong isang masamang experience, I would say, yung last na remix ng Skittles. Hindi ako magko-compete, but I was just coaching for the team. Mm-hmm. And one of my problems back then was none of them have the experience to compete. Meron kasi yung mga tao, like, di ba, meron mental toughness na kailangan because you're gonna be competing. Like, yeah. you're gonna be under pressure Time constraints. Bah- uh, bah- mental block ka. Uh-oh. Yeah, there, there's a lot. Uh, with the new team na, bin- na binuo namin, like, I had to be very strict. And it, it was hard because sometimes the team couldn't see, like, what was my goal in doing. Parang feel nila, pinapahirapan ko lang sila na, oh, ba't tayo nag-doings ng 30 times? Like, I know it sounds absurd. But there's a reason for it. And, well, good enough is like some of the members, like after some time, like thank me for it. Kasi nga, when they move to other teams, parang sa nila mas naging CCO yung mga nangyayari doon. Kasi nga, doon sa pinagdaanan nila dito. So, it's a little bit of a uh, good and bad. Uh, aside from like being a leader and a mentor is internally naman, uh, I would say, I question myself. <laughs> Uh, Siyempre, it's like thinking na, okay, nasa college ako, I have to finish my degree. Mm-hmm. But there's a part of me of saying, what if I just become a full-time coach? Uh, what mm-hmm. if 
wishful thinking, maging choreographer ni Chris Brown or um, 'di ba, yung parang ganung mentality. But there's external pressure na parang iniisip mo na uh, is there going to be money? Can you live off of from it? Um, it might just be because the hype of what's happening right now behind the for long term. So ang hirap rin to think of should I stick my passion mm-hmm. the whole time and make it a career. But ayun nga, like memorandum ko sa sarili ko, like I am going to quit dance or like retire. Like hindi ko siya bibigyan ng masyadong oras um, when I represent the Philippines already. So it happened and so I retired. But yun nga, parang hindi ano eh, hindi nawawala. True time yung mga friends, families, like, they still talk to me and ask about it. Like, even yung mga skittles na nag-graduate na, namin nag-uusap, ganyan. Like, they still ask for help. And, syempre, as someone na gusto kong tumulong, nandun pa rin ako. Thank you for that answer, Alex. So, for the last question, how did your passion help you to be the person you are now? For some pe- uh, for people who don't really dance, they see dance as like, okay, just move to the left, mm-hmm. move to the right. But once you get immersed in the community, once you get immersed in the culture, like people are really living off from this. Like not here in the Philippines, mm-hmm. like, but in other countries, like it's a high paying job, like being a choreographer for K-pop uh, groups. Um or for other artists and all, um, it made me realize that some people who belittle dance, we might be doing it as well to other aspects that we see it na parang, ah, madali lang to eh. But it gives us a new lens that some people who see it as something that's hard, maybe because they already gave a lot of time to it and understood that guys, this is not easy to do. Mm-hmm. Like, even baguettes, even with graphic designers, like video editors, like, it became a joke na, ano lang yan eh, lalagay mo lang yan eh, mm-hmm. tas lagay mo lang ng text, okay na yan. But they don't see, like, the years or the money that's spent to learn the craft na, kaya, kaya ko nga siya kayang gawin in two minutes. Mm-hmm. Because from the 10 years of experience, parang ganun siya. Yeah. And so, yeah we should put that lens towards other things. Na parang, kung feel natin madali lang siya, it might be because we haven't gone through it yet. We haven't felt the pressures of that craft. We haven't felt yeah. the pressures of maybe that work. And that's why we can't always say that's easy. And it will always be hard. Like, nothing comes along easy. With your passion, if you're going to pursue your passion, you can't pursue it alone. You have to find the community. You have to find yeah. people around you that you can throw off ideas. Because, siyempre, one person can only think so much. But mm. if you have another choreographer with you, if you have another dancer to give their insights, like, for example, ako, hip-hop dancer, and I got to get in touch with a ballet dancer, Siyempre, iba yung perspective namin or like attack with dance. And that helps collaboration into new creativity, new inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, ito rin with dance, it helped me be more creative. Kasi, given nga kung ano yung sinabi ko kanina, na it gives me uh, new ways to attack with my marketing, it also gives me new ways to think of 
like hypothetically the world or like how we see um, as simple as games like pag naglalaro ng games like it makes you be more critical it, it gives me a new way of thinking and syempre like going back nga yung hirap na parang pag-iisip na pag change block yung <laughs> ano yung choreography anong classing moves gagawin dito is that I learned to be more accountable since I had to be I had to step up I had to be a leader and even if there were bad choices or like there were mistakes along the way I have to be accountable for it mm-hmm. and um like sometimes syempre as a leader you can't always have the be- uh, you can't always do the good choice but you just have to do the best choice I also live by the quote of inspire yourself to inspire others yeah so because a man with an action when seen by other people can move mountains Mm. like it's different when you just talk but when you do it Mm. and see other and people see you doing it it's it's different that's why being accountable in it's like even if you're scared to be the leader but people see that you're becoming the leader they're going to be inspired to follow you. They're going to be inspired to be their own leaders. Yeah, that's because so true. Because honestly, I even told you guys and even the others, like, guys, uh, I'm not really sure about this because this is my first time to handle two teams at the same time and have to think a lot for two teams. And that's hard actually. But they have to be accountable for it. Eh. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, like we all have this five, six, seven, eight, and then something starts, right? Something sparks. Mm-hmm. So whenever I get lazy, <laughs> but um, for example, when I, when I wake up and I can't yeah. get out of bed, yeah. like if I am sleeping, and like, oh man, uh, it's like nine, nine, nine a.m. Maybe I could sleep for one hour more, mm-hmm. but then a voice would say get up and so i say okay sige tatayo na in five, six, seven, eight. okay tusay tatayo na so also with work you just use five, six, seven, eight as a push so like i kind of primed myself or conditioned myself that whenever i say five, six, seven, eight, what goes after is action yeah yeah, I completely agree with, with what you said. And to to add with what you've just shared, aside from me having dance as one of my passions as well, as you have mentioned before, being under your tutelage and your leadership, I've really learned a lot. And aside from having that passion, I also have another passion that I was able to also been exposed to athletics, especially in swimming. So before I joined the Skittles crew, before I started um, being curious about what are my other passions, I was first and foremost was an athlete. I was a a varsity swimmer since high school to college. So at that time, I didn't know what my passion was. All I know is that, okay, I'm part of a team and I have to go to training every morning and I have to do my best every single day. And then when I grew up, when I got older, 
I realized that swimming was not actually my passion, but sport itself. Sport at the same time, taking good care of your health, feeling strong, feeling not just physically physically strong, but rather mentally strong as well. So when I was a swimmer, I had to take care of my body. I had to take care of the pressure that was put on myself of the coaches that whenever there's competition day, like you mentioned earlier, there's that pressure whether you would deliver or not. But regardless of that, you're in that position to deliver, right? There's no other choice. You're already in that position. So you might either give it your best or not give anything at all, right? And at the same time, before before you reach that competition day or when you reach that point where you have to show what you've trained for it took months or years even just like you said earlier it you have to prepare for for months for just that one moment so aside from health being my passion i'm also passionate about helping others being able to give that value to others for them to be helped as well in terms of your knowledge your experience right so in terms of the things that I've learned as as an ex-athlete before, I wasn't very much gifted in that aspect of in the aspect of swimming, but rather I was a bit leaning towards wanting to have that healthy lifestyle, especially now that we are in the pandemic and now yeah. we are just simply stuck at home and we have to make do with what we have. So took a lot of discipline it took a lot of intentionality it took a lot of accountability it took a lot of you know seeing things from the long-term perspective so those are the things that I got from my experience when I was in swimming so in terms of that it's just I I agree with you you're able to also use that in whatever you're doing right now like for me I'm also when I'm doing the podcast I think long-term. And I also become accountable to one of my friends whenever I do a podcast episode. Because whenever I do a podcast episode, I have to send her what I did to see that other perspective that, that it's not just me who's saying this, but rather I want this episode to help other people. I want this episode to to bring value to other people, not just me creating an episode just so I can put up an episode, but rather the reason why I do that is because I really want to help people, even if it's just one person, right? You, you know that feeling. If it, if, yes. Even if it's just one person that you're helping, at the same time when that person tells you, you, you have no idea how much this means to me. It helped improve my life in a way that you cannot imagine possible. It just shows that your intentions are pure because you're after for the good of the other person. The best way to move forward with your passion actually is to attribute it to other aspects of your life. Passion doesn't necessarily have to be singing, dance, or talent, like we'd say. Some Mm. people, ang passion nila is like being a financial mentor or Mm. advisor, like if you're if you love doing it, and I would say the definition of being passionate is not only does it bring you joy, but joy to other people. Mm. Um, that's one. Second is if 
so if it's something like for me, if it's something that itches you and you can't get away from it, uh, it might be a calling for you to do something about it. Doesn't necessarily mean that you have to profit from it, but it might be something that's itching from you that you have to do it. Maybe you have to draw, maybe slam poetry. Uh, it will depend on your calling because the the having the having a passion is something that's luring you to do something even though you're not looking for it and i In think that you have a strong way. desire for it right yeah 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 and at the same time with your passion my passion it just doesn't only shape us as individuals but rather it also shapes other people when you use that passion and use it again like what you said use it in different aspects of our lives it could be cooking it could be writing it could be singing just it's just not that one aspect that you're only good at but rather different aspects to it it's just this like for example you in terms of dancing that is the strongest desire that you have as compared to the other things that you do such as marketing content creation branding and same as me, my strongest passion right now as as of the moment is podcasting. And ironically, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not gifted in a way in terms of well, so I thought I'm not gifted in a way in terms of writing, in terms of speaking, but after much practice, after s- listening to that desire, that strong desire that's pulling me in to do this podcast, look at where the podcast is now. I'm not saying that you have to focus on just one aspect of you, but rather in terms of podcasting, it requires a lot of things that you have to be passionate about. Mm-hmm. One of which you have to be passionate about learning. You have to be passionate about being patient with yourself and patient with other people. You have to also be patient in terms of video editing, um, writing, speaking, practicing, speaking every single day, reading. Oh my gosh. Reading is one of the things that I use as a sleeping tool when I was younger. <laughs> because, <laughs> believe me, I'm, I, I was never good at reading. Not until the pandemic happened and I, I had no choice. I really had to love the process. I have to have that passion of how can I give something to someone to help them if, I, it, if it doesn't start with me. Malalaman mo talagang passion mo siya if your your reason changes for the good. By good, I mean is, yun nga, going back na, do you enjoy doing it? And do you enjoy the idea of doing it with other people? Mm-hmm. Kasi if you're just doing it for other reasons, like for pride, for glory, for the fame, it can come up with it. Like just, it's better to think that it will be a bonus uh, because of what you're doing. But I would say that your character will show once you become successful in your passion. Yeah, and at the same time, right? In or in order for you to again discover your passion, you have to try different things. It's just, it's not just okay. I have I have a desire for this one aspect, and I'm just gonna focus on this. Right? It's not, it's not about that, but rather you have to try different things in order for you to know what you are passionate about or what you are talented at, right? So how would you know that you are passionate about a certain thing if you don't try it out? Like for example, for me, again, going back to the podcast, when I started 
thinking about, okay, I have this desire to want to start a podcast. But first, I had self-doubts. I was thinking, but I'm not good at writing. I'm not good at speaking. I'm not even good at talking or doing interviews. I'm not also comfortable in terms of a social setting. Like in terms of the the podcast, you have to be the one to host the podcast, right? Even when in the pre- previous episodes, I was the only one doing the episodes. I was the only one <laughs> speaking, right? And that is a foreign thing for me to grasp because I had this struggle as well in terms of I stutter. When, when I record and I stutter, I have to repeat it again until I perfected it right mm. so in that in that way i had self doubts before i started trying i was filled with self doubt i was filled with thoughts of what ifs and then what resonated with me with one of the things that you shared was act on it right put action on the things that you think about especially those you have strong desires over like again in the podcast was i i have thoughts i have desires of wanting to start the podcast and i also have self-doubts i'm i'm actually wasting my time just simply thinking about it why don't i just act why don't i just do it i didn't know what are the steps how to create a podcast i didn't know what's the best equipment to do a podcast it's just i just tried writing and at the same time i also tried reading when I read, I also verbalize. I also verbalize what I'm reading so that I'm also I'm able to practice how I'm going to pronounce certain words. Because, again, I I have a hard time speaking. I have a hard time, you know, enunciating certain words or sentences. If you can, if if I can imagine that I'm able to simply also talk through the podcast for like five minutes straight or ten minutes straight. At that time, I thought it was impossible, but. After trying it out and loving the process, I started practicing. And again, going back to also what you mentioned, that passion is not always something that is the good times, something that you can get from, but rather what you give out, right? The sacrifices that you give to your passion, the time, the effort, your your blood, sweat, and tears, that you give out your passion so that you're able to cultivate that craft for you to be better at it. So when you start realizing that the mundane part of what you're doing is something that you love, that is what helps you know that that is your passion. So to wrap (laughs) up our podcast episode, I'd like to ask you one last question and that is, what encouraging word or sentence would you want to share with those who are listening to the podcast right now? It's never too late to start. Some people think just because you're you're way past what society will say. Na, oh, for example, in terms of dance, by the age of 40, dapat di ka or what. I would say it's never too late to try. It's never too late to start. Because swear, people who start late are inspiring, very, very inspiring. Because they had the guts, they had the confidence to say, mm-hmm. yeah. "I can do this. Like I can still, can still start doing this." And like back again, um, 
what I mentioned earlier is you have to inspire yourself in order to inspire others because I see it as like a chain reaction that one inspiration, one little tiny bit of speck of inspiration will help inspire others to do other things. So thank you, Mia, for having me on your podcast again. If you guys need any choreography needs uh, for your team or if you want me to choreograph for a song, may it be for your uh, wedding, uh, some sort, um, and you're okay with me teaching virtually, uh, reach me at alexanteno underscore IB. So I as in indigo and B as bear, alexanteno underscore IB. I'm on IG and TikTok. You can message me there. If you have any needs as well or advice, if you need advices, on freestyle as well, uh, I'd be happy to give it. Yeah, I'll be glad to help you in any way I can. Just message me. Thank you for that, Alex. So <laughs> thank you everyone for listening to the podcast. And I hope that you gain a lot of insight and value from this episode. So see you on the next episode. Bye! time and listening to this episode and i hope you gained a lot of insight from it if you find this podcast helpful please do share it with your friends colleagues or even your loved ones again if you are interested in the episode show notes or if you just want to leave feedback questions suggested topics the links are found in the episode description you can also send a direct message through the podcast instagram account at encourage to try with mia See you on the next episode. Bye!